entire human race. I would set my goal for the corruption of humanity. I would do it as follows. I would try to find the key nation in all the world and try to corrupt that nation. I have no doubt in my mind but that that key nation is the United States of America. We have influenced the world more with foreign missions than any country that's in the history of the world. We've also influenced it with filth and Hollywood garbage more than any country in the history of the world also. But if I were the devil, I would try to corrupt the human race by choosing the key nation and trying to corrupt that nation. In the corruption of that nation, I would try to find the cleanest and the purest mind in that nation and corrupt that mind. I would send out my angels and my messengers, my fallen angels, my messengers, <coughs> across that nation, which is the United States. And I would have them examine the minds of all the people and find the cleanest and the purest minds. I would choose woman, because woman is the purest of all human beings. I would set to destroy her purity. For if I'm going to destroy the world, I must destroy America. If I'm going to destroy America, I must destroy the purest thing in the country, which is a pure woman. I think I'd do something like this. I would probably invent a machine that had a screen on the front of it. And I would, I would put on that screen interesting people and programs. I'd probably call them soap operas. And I would take the most glamorous personalities in the world or in America, and I'd put those glamorous personalities on that screen. I'd put one station on it. I'd call it, I think I'd call it Home Box Office, or HBO. I'd also try to encourage the people to go to Blockbuster's Video and other video places and get a card so you can get all the movies you can and come and put your movies on that little box. You see, I'm trying to destroy the world. <clears throat> if I destroy the world, I've got to destroy the most important country in the world, and if I destroy that country, I've got to destroy, destroy the purity of the purest thing in that world, which is, of course, a woman. I would, uh, I'd put talk shows on that little screen there. By the way, I'd put these soap operas on at a very good time. I think I'd choose the afternoon because the afternoon could be a time when the work is done for the day, maybe the washing and the ironing and the housework. And maybe after a bite of lunch, they could sit there and watch this screen. I'd put a bunch of whores and whoremongers on that thing. And I'd put it, make it so interesting that it would entice the ladies to find out what was going to happen the next time. And I'd have ladies like some of you sit in front of that screen just like you do. God have mercy on your backslidden soul. And I would destroy your purity with that machine. <coughs> Likewise, <coughs> I would have some talk shows. I'd put some bisexuals on that talk show. I'd have some lesbians and prostitutes, sex perverts. And I'd make the most intimate sexual words as common as I could if I wanted to destroy. 
Ladies and gentlemen, America is being destroyed by the devil with exactly what I'm talking about right now. The last line of morality in America is the female mind. When the female mind has lost her purity and lost her decency, the nation has lost its purity and lost its decency. Then I would do something else. I would, I would start magazines for women. And I'd have all kinds of filth and dirt in those magazines. I'd probably call it uh, the Inquirer or the National Star. <clears throat> or maybe I'd call it the Globe. You know I'd put them? I'd put them right where they check out at the grocery store counter. So you could look, the ladies could look at them and pick them up and have their minds corrupted. For if I can corrupt the minds of women, I've got the nation corrupted. Because as the minds of the women go, so they go the minds of the nation. If I'm the devil, I would destroy the human race by destroying the most powerful country in that human race. And I would first attack the cleanest and purest mind. If I were the devil, then I would seek the kindest tongue in the world. I would send out my messengers to search for the kindest tongue. I know what I would find. I would find that the tongue of a woman is the kindest of all the tongues. And I would do what I could to make that tongue do wrong. You know what I think I'd do? I'd invent a little machine that she could talk on. Where she could hold it to her ear and to her mouth. And where she could talk on that thing. And I would encourage her to talk about everybody she could. I would encourage her on Monday morning to talk about the sermon the preacher preached on women the night before. I would encourage her to spread all the gossip she could. Because, you see, <clears throat> I'm trying <coughs> to destroy the human race. And if I destroy the human race, I've got to destroy the purity of the most pure mind. I've got to destroy the, the, kindest, the tongue of the kindest tongue. So I'd never talk about people. Oh, I, I'd start off just talking about, did you know that so-and-so got a divorce? Somebody said, weak, uh, good mind, uh, great minds talk about ideas, and good minds talk about things, and weak minds talk about people. I would have this little gadget that you hold up to your ear like that. I, I'd, I'd suggest you talk on it without anything to say. Just chat. And I would suggest conversations as long as 15 or 20 minutes. Just talking about chit-chat. And if somebody divorced, or somebody has done something, I'd, I'd spread everything I could. Because I'd want to destroy the kindest tongue in the whole world. If I were going to destroy, if I were the devil, I'd try to destroy the human race. I would start off with America. Not only would I try to find the purest mind and the kindest tongue, but I'd find the most feminine of God's creatures. So I'd go to San Francisco. But I'd try to find the most feminine creature that God has ever made. And I'd choose a lovely woman. There's nothing purer than the mind of a pure woman. And there's nothing kinder than the tongue of a kind woman. And there's nothing as sweet and as soft and feminine as a feminine woman. You see, I'm the devil. Don't, don't, don't say amen right now. But I'm trying to destroy. And I know that dresses that cover the thigh and the knee are very feminine. So I'd try to get it to where women wouldn't wear dresses like that. I would have her to, first I'd have her wear her hair like a man. 
I, I'd, I'd want her to look like a man. I want her to lose her femininity. Man, I'll tell you what, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to parenthesize a little while, but I go out the airport, brother, and it's awful hard to tell one from the other. The only way you can tell the difference from the men and the women out the airport is the men have long hair. Now, I want to say this, and I don't mean to be unkind, but I can be unkind without even meaning to be unkind. I don't think men ought to wear long hair, and I don't think women ought to wear short hair either. Now, it's, 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 ladies, you've got a problem here. If a man has long hair, he can go down and get it cut tomorrow. So, fellas, be patient while these ladies letting their hair grow out. You can't go down and un-haircut un, un and let your hair grow out tomorrow. But I am saying, if I was the devil, I'd want to make a woman look like a man. <clears throat> Not only that, I'd want her to dress like a man. I'd, 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 I'd put pants on her. I'd want her to wear pants. I'd want her to learn to walk like men and sit like men, cross her leg like, legs like a man, if I were the devil. Now, you listen to me, folks. Our world is being influenced by the United States of America. The sad thing is we're influencing the sexes to where women are no longer women and men are no longer men. And by the way, the, the lesbian growth of the lesbian movement and the homosexuals, the queers, it's not just because it's a lifestyle. We have, 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 have broken down the barriers between the sexes. And if I were the devil, I'd, I'd want the ladies to dress like a man. And by the way, I'd have a run for office too. <coughs> and I'd choose some kind of a president in the White House that puts some of them on the Supreme Court. I'd, I'd want to run for mayor and governor. And, and I'd, I'd, uh, I'd put her as one of the pastors down there on these churches on Holman Avenue. I've never gotten used to saying pastors, John Doe and Gertrude Coleman. I've never gotten used to that yet. I'd also want to make a policeman out of her. I'd also want her to go to the, uh, to the military academies. And I'd want to get women in there with the men. Now, you listen to me, folks. You like what I'm saying or not. Brother, America was a lot better off when men were men and women were women. <laughs> and there's one place in America left on the corner of Sibley and Oakley Street. We're not going to dip our sails and without, without warning people that men are supposed to be men and women are supposed to be women. Then, <laughs> I would want her to pastor a church. I'd want her to be a policeman, fireman. Put her on the Supreme Court. I'd put her in the Army. Or the Navy. I'd teach her to curse, smoke, drink, and gamble. Then I'd have her sit here in the service like right now and criticize what the preacher's saying. I'd bring a few husbands in here tonight. Who are few men right now. I'd set them there. I'd start a unisex movement. <clears throat> Don't get mad now. It's going to get worse later. I would have her have men's mannerisms. I would teach her to run like a man, walk like a man, sit like a man. I would have her play men's sports. And demand equal... Athletics in the schools. 
Some of you ladies sure would like to control me, wouldn't you? But you ain't going to do it. Because if you don't like what I do, I'll go to Florida and play shuffleboard. America was a lot better off when men played the sports and the gals the cheerleaders. <coughs> I'd do this. I'd have them play men's sports, demand equal athletic time at school, and do the best I could to make lesbians out of as many of those girls as I could. Now, now listen, folks. Don't, don't get mad at me. Oh, you going to do any of it. Listen to me. You can say, Brother Howes, it's a different lifestyle. Now, let me ask you a question. Did you ever see one bull chase another out in the field? Did you ever see a couple of roosters making out in the backyard? It is not a lifestyle. It is not something natural. It is an unnatural thing that's caused by the fact we've broken down the division between the sexes. If I were the devil, and there are many of you now who are wondering if I am or not. There are some of you ladies that I'm wondering, maybe you are. Not only would I search for the most feminine creature and make her masculine, the purest mind and make it impure, the kindest tongue and make it unkind, but I would search for the most modest creature. I would choose a woman. I would restore her modesty. I'd strip her out of her clothes and put her on a, in a bathing suit on a beach somewhere. I would put her in shorts on the streets. I'd pour in a pair of pants and pull over her a skin-tight sweater. I was thanking God today for my mother. <clears throat> I thank God I never saw my mother in a pair of shorts. Even at home. And the best way not to wear them in public is not having it in the drawer. Somebody said, Brother Howes, the older you get, the meaner you're getting. I'm working on it, folks. No, sir, it's not the meaner I'm getting. It's the wickeder society is getting. And I'm preaching the same thing that 90% of the preachers preached in America 50 years ago. And they'd preach it now if they weren't scared. Now, the honest, simple truth is, you know where men want to you know where the wicked fellows in this area want to find a wife in this auditorium I married a couple yesterday he grew up <coughs> listening to my tapes in Pennsylvania never saw me never heard me preach personally but listened to my, hundreds of my tapes one of his buddies had a bunch of them and he grew up listening to my tapes Went to Penn State University, got his Ph.D. from Penn State. Came to Chicago with a buddy. His buddy's going to interview for a job, and this guy already had a job in Berkeley, California. But he came to Chicago with his buddy. To, his buddy's going to interview for a job, and they saw him and interviewed him, and he got the job his buddy came to interview for. That's the way you make friends influence people. <coughs> he moved to Chicago. He's single. A uh, young man, I guess his late 20s, I'm not sure. And um, he came to Chicago a year and a half ago. He decided to go home for Christmas. He came in November, went home for Christmas, went to the airport, <coughs> catch a plane. 
young lady was from our, from our church was going to Lynchburg, Virginia to her home. She was going to go to Charlotte, North Carolina, and then from Charlotte on to Lynchburg. They dumped her off the flight to Charlotte and said, we're going to send you to Pittsburgh. We're not even going to send you to Lynchburg. We're going to send you to Richmond, Virginia. And somebody's got to pick you up in Richmond. <clears throat> so she gets off the plane, going to Charlotte, comes back on the plane to go to Pittsburgh, sits in seat 7B. This young man tries to get on the plane, can't get on it, and finally, just before it takes off, they have two seats open. He gave one to a lady and one to him. His seat's 5A. He gets on the plane, and a lady is sitting down in seat 5A. He says, uh, ma'am, this is my seat. Oh, she said, I'm sorry, I'm supposed to be back there in seat 7C. He goes, okay, I'll go back in 7C, you stay here. He goes back in 7C, <coughs> finally gets on the plane, finally has a seat, and goes like this. <sighs> and in 7B, he sees a skirt. And the skirt's covering her knees. He looks at her and says, where are you from? She says, Hammond, Indiana. He says, you go to Jack Howes' church, don't you? Uh, what you ladies that are not married need to do is get you a skirt and go to the airport. <laughs> I want to thank God tonight. I want to thank God. I go to First Baptist Church of Hammond, Indiana. I want to thank God tonight. I'm Chancellor of Hiles Anderson College. I want to thank God tonight that we have the old-fashioned standards of femininity and masculinity that our grandparents had years ago. And bless God, as long as God gives me breath, we'll keep it that way. So if I were the devil, <coughs> I would destroy the most feminine creature. I would have her demand equal time. And the most modest creature, I would give her a low-cut blouse. I'd let her show her thighs through a slit in her skirt if I couldn't talk her into putting on shorts or a bathing suit. I would have fundamental Christian colleges get worried about getting students. Because they'll feel like if they have the old-fashioned dress codes, they can't get students. So I'd have them change their standards. I'd have colleges that once didn't allow pants, let them wear pants for activities. Somebody said, Brother House, if a girl's on an activity that requires wearing pants, then uh, uh, why shouldn't she wear them? Well, you girls shouldn't have activities requiring dress unmodestly. I would also have fundamental colleges have girls' sports teams so that even fundamental colleges could have girls wearing shorts on the basketball court. And if they wouldn't wear shorts themselves, I'd have them play other teams could bring their shorts in so the men could lust after the girls from the other schools. Now you say, Brother Hiles, are you trying to some of you ladies this Mother's Day? God bless you. Happy Mother's Day to you. Now back to the sermon. You ladies say, Brother Hiles, men shouldn't have evil minds. 
Well, maybe they shouldn't, but they do. Just like women. Now, I can't answer if anybody over 70. But I can answer if everybody up to 70. 70 year old men can't go to the beach and think about amazing grace. You say, we've got an evil minded pastor? No, you got a man. And, and if, if you are under 70 and don't agree with me, and you're a male, I doubt your malehood. <laughs> Happy Queer's Day to you. Happy Queer's Day to you. <clears throat> then I would seek the prettiest of God's creatures. Now I'd have a hard time choosing between a woman and a horse. But I'd choose the woman. Horse would be a close second. I'd choose the prettiest creature God ever made, and I'd try to make her have false beauty. I'd have her break the stock market, buying too much and too many Avon. I'd make Tammy Faye Baker her hero. I'd have her overspend on Avon, Revlon, eyeshadow, streaked hair, Helen Curtis, Vic Tanya, nail polish, face powder, lipstick. I'd put four earrings on each, each ear. Too many bracelets, too many rings, wigs, rouges, cleansing cream, girdles, rollers, artificial fingernails, hairpins, Nina Ricci, Arpege, My Sin, Estee Lauder, hairspray, toilet water, hand lotion, perfume, body powder, nail clippers, brooches, anklets, false eyelashes, ring, uh, hair pieces, and eyebrow pluckers, and nair, and artificial moles, artificial freckles, and bath oil, olive oil, skin foundation, pancake olive oil, uh, uh, corsets, lace, necklaces, bleaching, frosting, tinning, Merle Norman, Mary Kay, facials, manicuring, blow combing, permanence, and so forth. And I'd make her to think that's what makes you pretty. <clears throat> I, I wouldn't let her believe that, that a meek spirit is what makes you attractive. Now you listen to me carefully. I'm breaking in the devil here once in a while. But there's nothing in this world that will help you be pretty like a pure life. I don't care how much beauty stuff you put on your face, how many corsets you wear on your figure. I'll promise you, you walk like a man, sit like a man, look like a man, talk like a man, dress like a man. I don't care who you are, you're not going to be pretty. <coughs> I would substitute all these for a meek and quiet spirit, for a sweet smile, submissive manner, loving disposition, clean life, walk with God and a helpful life. I would convince her that beauty is bought. I would decorate her like a Christmas tree, cover her with a perennial mask, and make Tammy Faye Baker her ideal. That isn't all. I'm going to destroy society, or the whole world, mankind. I'm going to choose the most important nation in the world. I'm going to make impure the purest mind, unkind the kindest tongue, Masculine, the most feminine creature. But I'm going to search for the most affectionate creature in the world. And I would have to choose a woman. I would destroy that affection. 
I would give her, give it to her in abundance before marriage. I would have her use up all of her affection in lover's lane. I'd have her neck and pet while she's a teenager. I'd have her on graduation night go out and do things that barnyard animals do. Let me just say again, you seniors here tonight, tonight, you seniors, don't you disgrace the Jesus that saves you by misbehaving next Friday night. Don't you do it. Now, if you're going to do it, give me that testament back. You're supposed to be a Christian every day of your life. Every night of your life. I said this morning, I'll say it again. By the way, for our seniors of Hammond Baptist Schools, I myself, every year, pay for you to go out after graduation to a nice place and eat, and I foot the bill. But this year, I'm having your parents sign a statement that you go home after that or I'm not paying for the bill. You parents, I don't like cats. You haven't gotten a choice in the matter. I'm not going to feed some guy that's going to go out and teepee somebody's house at 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm not going to do it. If I knew you were going to have your little beer party after it's over, I wouldn't give the diploma to you. I'd bring you up here, let you walk across, and take the diploma and tear it up right in front of you. You don't like them, I'll preach you, and I'll place you up aboard. I would lead her to Lover's Lane in premarital sex. I would then have her transfer her affection to the baby when it comes and refuse her husband's advances. I'd make her frigid. I'd have her put the children the first thing in her life instead of her husband. I'd make her unaffectionate. I'd give her headaches rather than kisses. I'd have her more attractive outside the home than inside the home. I would convince her that her husband is a beast. I would teach her to say no to her husband's advances. And I would destroy the most affectionate creature in this world. Now let me tell you something. I don't care if you are 25 or 70. You're still supposed to be affectionate to each other. Well, I'm just not the affectionate type. Here's the altar. Then I would seek the most spiritual creature in the world. <clears throat> I do what I could to destroy spirituality. And the most spiritual creature in the world, I think, would be woman. So I would try to confuse her with a variety of speakers on Christian radio and TV. I'd have her watch pastor of the First Baptist Church at Atlanta, Georgia, while he reads out his NIV Bible. Well, I'm sure it's good to be free. I'd have her watch these charismatic women. You can't tell them from Tammy Faye Baker's. Look like Hollywood whores. I would enchant her with the music and manner of the 700 Club. I would lead her from the King James Bible to a dozen ones so-called easier to understand. 
I would keep her so busy with church work, she'd have no time for Bible study, prayer, soul winning. I would tell her to stay home from church with the baby because the nursery's not clean enough for her little angel. Though it's cleaner than your house is. I would refine her so that preaching like this would be repulsive to her nature. I would have her spend hours in books of psychology and philosophy. I would have her to prefer the suave position preacher to the sin-fighting one. I would have her insist on moving her membership to a more up-to-date, yuppie kind of a church. I would have her think she's spiritual because she listens to all types of radio and TV preachers. I would have her read sedated, dated devotional books with a paragraph, a poem, half a scripture, and make her think she's had a devotional life for the day. And then I would choose the most important person in the world and try to destroy that person. Again, I would choose woman. The most important person in the world is not in the White House. The most important person in the world is mother. I would destroy her influence. I'd make her more interested in the house than the children. She would have her children for a house instead of the house for the children. I would keep her away from the children as much as possible. Then I would have her dominate her sons and overly protect them. Let them play with girls instead of boys. And I'd let little Junior, especially if he had curly hair, I wouldn't want to cut it. Well, I've seen some of your boys. I like getting my scissors. Just, mm. Somebody call Ms. Hiles. I think the shuffleboard's nearer than we think. I would, I would have her teach her boy to be a good loser. I would tell her that football is dangerous. And I would tell her that boxing is violent. Who knows? Maybe she could raise a queer. I would suggest, suggest that Junior leave the football field and go listen to the symphony. Now, I'm not opposed to symphony. If you spend twice as much time playing football. Because Junior can't get his lip busted playing football. I'm playing, I'm watching the symphony. I like to bust it. I got a scar on my eye right here. I got it playing football. I got a busted lip right here. I got it playing football. I got a scar I won't show you. I've got a scar on my shin that high. I'll show you, show you for a quarter after the service. I was playing football in the street. Learned out to catch a pass. You know what some driver thought? He thought the street was for cars. And I ran to the bumper, the edge of the bumper of a car, busted my shin. Oh, 
You say, my precious little darling. Yeah, your precious little darling is more feminine than you are, woman. I would, I would uh, refine, or not let my boy play with boys. I wouldn't want him to go camping. He might see a snake. Oh, by the way, I, if I was the devil, I'd, I'd teach ladies not to let the boys play with guns. I don't like the way you ladies are looking at me. Every boy ought to be taught to shoot a gun. <coughs> Our basement, Dave was young. He was just a boy, that tall. I got a twenty-two rifle. Got a bale of hay and put it down in the basement. Put a big target on the bale of hay. We'd shoot that twenty-two rifle. You say, what does Mrs. House think about that? I don't know. Didn't ask her. <laughs> One night, Dave missed the whole bale of hay. Well, the combat zone was in our basement. That bullet was going ding all around the place. I'd teach him, I, I, I certainly wouldn't want a boy to ride a horse. He might fall off. I'd kiss him in the mouth all I could. I'd make him practice piano six hours a day and, and teach him to throw a ball like that. I'd teach him to walk like this. And I'd teach him to sit like this. Happy Mother's Day to you. And then I'd, by all means, I'd teach him. I wouldn't teach him to fight. That way his mother can whip him. Then I would lead her to destroy her daughter. I wouldn't make her work. I let her play boys' sports in school, make a tomboy out of her. Maybe you can make a lesbian out of her. At least I'd want to ruin the next generation of mothers. I would convince her husband that she has to work. I'd put pants on her, send her off to work, let somebody else rear children. I would seek the most unselfish creature in the world, that be woman. I'd destroy that creature. I would show what others have. I'd make her dissatisfied with her house and her furniture. I'd have her want more and more things. I'd break her husband trying to please her. I'd tell her she deserves more attention than she gets, and I would lead her to live for herself and not for others. Then I would follow her to a meeting like this. Make her critical of this sermon. Convince her that house is being critical instead of helpful. Now let me close by saying this. I thank God for the women of this church. I promise you that 99% of all the women in this room tonight are agreeing with everything I've said. This is still a citadel for femininity. And it's also a citadel for masculinity. But if America is salvaged, 
our women are going to have to be salvaged. Motherhood is going to have to be restored. Decent, moral, clean, pure, feminine, kind women are going to have to rise up again in America. Let's give ourselves to rearing that kind. I thank God that I felt this guy I married yesterday. He's Ph.D. and he's smart. He figured this. For any two people to sit together on an airplane side by side, he's got one chance in 11,000. Now, think of all the airplanes going to Pittsburgh in one day. God had a feminine, skirt-wearing, decent, pure young lady ready for him. And God's the one that put her in seat 7B. And God's the one that put him in seat 5A and put that woman there before he got there. And he looked down and he saw a skirt. He saw a skirt. He was tired and finally got on the plane. You go to Jack Howes' church, don't you? Praise God. Praise God. Now, God has a wonderful life for you, ladies and girls. But you be women and be proud of it. And you rejoice that God has made you one. He said, I want equal rights. No creatures of God have the same rights. Fish can't demonstrate so they can fly someday. And birds can't demonstrate so they can swim. And beasts, animals can't demonstrate. Never saw a bunch of dogs demonstrating because they can't fly like an eagle does. Whatever you are. Hey, I'm a man. I thank God I'm a man. I just, I like it. And I thank God I'm married to a woman. A lady. And if you're a lady tonight, you just thank God that God has given you the loftiest position of any creature on the face of the earth. Somebody said that God made man and rested. He made animals and rested. He made birds and rested. He made woman and neither man or animals or birds have rested ever since. Somebody else has said that God made man and said, I believe I could do better. So he made woman. And I agree with that. He did better. And to me, there's nothing as wonderful and as sweet and as precious as a woman. Young girls, pick out some of these feminine creatures. I mean the ones that are women. And make them your role model. Say, I want, to, I want to be like that when I grow older. 